Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your overview of this week's precious metals news. It's Friday, July 20th. I'm your host, Mike Meharry. Thanks for tuning in. So this episode of the Friday Gold Wrap is going to be a little bit different because if you're listening to this on Friday, I'm most likely sitting on a beach in Florida. This is my vacation week. And as a result, I did not record this podcast on Friday morning like I normally do. It's actually Saturday, uh, July 14th, so I'm a week ahead. And as a result, there's really no way for me to give you an overview of the week's precious metals news because it hasn't happened yet. And as of now, I have not developed the ability to project my mind into the future. So... I was initially just going to not do a podcast, but I came across this article in U.S. News, and I thought, well, it might be fun for me to just break this article down. Um, I've never done anything like this before, and I'm pretty much doing it unscripted, which might be an unmitigated disaster, or you guys might really enjoy it. I guess we'll, we'll see how it goes. But anyway, this article was written by a guy named John Devine. He's a staff writer at U.S. News, and the title is Five Reasons Not to Invest in Gold. So we get articles like this from time to time in the mainstream financial press uh, or even the, the regular news, and we'll get pundits on Fox Business and CNBC who will come out and talk about how gold just isn't a good investment. And it's almost like there's this bias against gold for some reason. And they even make fun of people who are, are big gold investors. You know, they call them, call us gold bugs and, and uh, you know, tinfoil hat wearers. And, you know, those people are out there, I guess. But to completely discount gold is rather foolish. And there are an awful lot of people, even in the mainstream investment world, that will tell you that owning 10 to 15% of your portfolio in gold is important as a hedge uh, to protect from inflation and for various other reasons. So let's look at some of these articles that Divine trots out. Now, this guy isn't completely devoid of credentials. He has a bachelor's degree in finance and banking, and he's covered financial markets in the economy for a number of publications. Uh, According to his bio, he focuses on individual stock analysis, and you will definitely see the bias towards uh, stocks come through in in his reasoning. The first thing that he says is long-term returns for gold are poor. That's the subheading of the first section. And he uses a quote. He says, from 1972 through 2013, common stocks returned 14.68% in falling rate environments, while gold futures returned 7.85%. In rising rate environments, stocks returned 8.47%, while gold only returned 4.86%. And when rates were flat, stocks provided a gain of 10.61%, and gold returned 8.61%. Now, notice the bait and switch Divine does here. The heading is long-term returns are poor, but I wouldn't call returns of 7.85%, uh, 4.86%, and 8.61% poor. Now, granted, they're not as good in this comparison as the returns on the stock market, but that doesn't make them poor. It just means that stocks return better over that period of time from 1972 through 2013. But, but, you know, here's the thing. Really, it depends, as far as the stock market goes, it's very volatile, and it depends on when you get in and when you get out. So if you got in in 1972 and got out in 2013, I guess that might be good. But, you know, if you were about to retire in 2008 and needed to get out then, well, 
you know, your returns might not have been so good. People right now are enjoying fantastic returns in the stock market, but it's a great big bubble. And when the bubble pops, it's going to crash. So people that are close to retirement are in danger of losing everything. So, you know, that's one thing that gold has going for it. It's pretty stable over time. Now, it's not going to get you the big, you know, numbers, but it's going to be there. You're not going to lose your shirt. Historically, over time, gold has given pretty decent returns. It's also interesting, and I'll link to this article in the show notes page by uh, Shift Gold Precious Metal Specialist uh, Joel Bauman, because he points out that we make a mistake when we look at the value of the stock market in fiat dollars. We really need to look at the value of stock market in gold, because gold is money just like fiat currency is money. And when you look at that, you'll see that there are some extreme peaks and valleys in the stock market. So it depends on how you're valuating it. And there's this assumption that, well, we're going to evaluate in dollars, but dollars are what we're really trying to avoid here. So it's very important to look at the returns in terms of gold, in terms of real sound money. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes page. Uh, I don't want to get too deep into that here, but I think that's a very good point that Joel makes. So the second problem that uh, our, our fine journalist has with gold is that you can't value it. And he quotes this guy named Tom Cassidy. He's an investment officer at People's Security Bank and Trust Company. He said, the value of a company can be estimated based on forecasts of future earnings and the growth of earnings. Gold does not have earnings. And in fact, you want to hold physical gold. There is potentially a cost to hold and insure it. Gold is worth what people are willing to pay for it on that day, he says. The value of gold is determined by supply and demand, which is very hard to predict. Demand typically goes up based on fear and not fundamentals. Um... This guy is comparing that with the stock market? I mean, are you really going to argue that the stock market is based primarily on fundamentals? Again, the stock market is a great big bubble. And we've written several articles. I've written several articles for the Shift Gold website that talks about how when you look at the dynamics of companies, when you looked at how over-leveraged many companies are, the stock market is way overvalued right now. It's based on emotion. It's based on the fact that people think it's going to keep going up forever. So this idea that this is a problem for gold, it's like 20 billion times a bigger problem for the stock market. The fact of the matter is gold is relatively stable. Its value is stable. It has had value for over 2,000 years. You can't say that for any particular stock. So the next problem that uh, our man Divine has is that unlike most stocks and bonds, there are no regular cash dividends or coupon payments made to gold investors. So gold doesn't throw off any cash. And that's true. Gold is a non-yielding asset. We all know that. But again, we have to look at it in the big picture. Gold has a place in your portfolio. I'm not arguing that you should never invest in stocks or bonds or, or other investments, other commodities. The point is, investing should be diversified. That's like investment 101. You want to diversify your investments. And part of a good diversified portfolio is gold. 
So to say that we shouldn't invest in gold simply because it doesn't throw off dividends like a stock, well, that's kind of ridiculous. In fact, it's a little bit like saying that you don't want to have a drum in the orchestra because a drum can't play a B-flat. You know, well, that's not the drum's job in the orchestra. The dump, drum's job is to keep rhythm, not play B-flats. So, you know, again, this is a little bit of an unfair comparison. The next little item that Divine brings up, this is where he really goes off the rails. He said, gold has little actual utility. Now, that's just absurd. In the first place, almost half of the demand for gold is for jewelry. So you can't say it doesn't have any utility. Even if we weren't using gold as an investment at all, there would still be a demand for the metal because people want it for jewelry. And the fact of the matter is we're seeing a huge increase in demand for gold in technology and industry. And I've covered this extensively on the Shift Gold uh, blog. And I'll post some of those articles. I mean, they're using gold in healthcare applications. Gold is being used increasingly in electronics. Uh, There's even... Uh, an application where gold is being used to restore eyesight. Now, you know, your GM stock can't do that. Now, could it? (laughs) So we're not going to use that as an argument to never invest in GM. Of course, gold has actual utility. It has a lot of actual utility. And that's one of the reasons that gold has been a, uh, a source of sound money over history, because it does have utility beyond uh, its fiat, beyond the fiat currency. A dollar doesn't have any utility. I mean, I guess I could use it for a napkin and wipe my mouth, but you know, a dollar bill has no utility whatsoever. Gold has quite a bit of utility, so I'm not really sure what Divine is getting at with this. And that brings us to the final problem with gold. It's inefficient because, well, there's taxes and there's storage fees, and that's true. But even with that, gold has still historically been an outstanding investment. And it's interesting because one of the biggest problems that he said that that makes gold inefficiently is because it's, quote, constantly experiencing an increase in supply, you know, and he compares it to fiat currency. Uh, You know what? Gold does increase in supply, although uh, there's a lot of talk now that we may be nearing or at peak gold, and I'll I'll supply a link to an article about that in the show notes page as well. But gold tends to increase in supply consistently, and there's really not a lot of control that you know a government certainly has over the the supply of gold. Whereas the government can turn on the printing press and print out fiat currency anytime it wants. Anytime it wants. So again, I don't think that this really is, is such a big black mark on gold as Divine would have it. So there you have it. Uh, I don't think that Divine's article really uh, really holds a lot of weight. I think gold is a fantastic investment. I think it's important to have gold in your portfolio. Like I said, uh, a lot of uh, people will recommend 10 to 15% of your portfolio be in physical precious metals. And don't take my word for it. Take a little bit of time. Call one of our Shift Gold Precious Metal Specialists. You can do that today at one 888 gold 160 and uh, those folks can tell you more and give you more details so check out the show notes page i'll give you some more resources there i hope that you enjoyed this little bit different uh, gold wrap and i'm certainly enjoying my vacation even though i cannot look into the future i can say that with pretty strong 
uncertainty. So, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, the show. You can catch up on the latest news over at shiftgold.com slash news. And if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Friday Gold Wrap over at iTunes for free. There's a link on the show notes page. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you again next week.